Welcome back to the Lunar Babe podcast. My name is Alexandra. Um, today, I have a few things I want to talk about, but first things first, I wanted to tell you guys about the crazy dream I had last night. Um, I was at my grandma's house. I've had so many dreams at my grandma's house, and I don't know what this means. I don't know why, but there I was at my grandma's house with my aunt, who I like don't really speak to at all anymore. And we were talking about like doing some type of event or trip there where like we would have people come like for an event or something. I don't remember what type or what we exactly were the details, but um, we were talking about something like that. And then um, I walked into the kitchen and what's funny is that they remodeled this um, house before I moved out um, because I used to live there and... So they like redid the counters and the cabinets and it looked all like new and fancy and stuff by the time I moved out. Um, But when I walked into the the kitchen in my dream, it was all the old um, like all the cabinets and the counters were like the old version, like how it used to be. And so immediately I knew I was dreaming. And then I like sometimes when I'm dreaming, like like lucid dreaming, I start to like just fly or do, you know, random stuff. But for some reason, <laughs> I went to the front door and I looked out the window and there was someone walking around like I could see like I could only like barely see and it's funny because so I wear like these eye covers when I sleep and then sometimes in my dreams, especially like a lucid dream or a sleep paralysis dream, like I'll have my sleep covers on in my dream. So it was like hard for me to see everything, which is like really annoying. <laughs> but they they help me sleep. So that's why I wear them. But anyways, I was trying to see out the window and I could see a guy walking by. And I've had multiple dreams where someone is like, specifically at my grandma's house where someone is like trying to break in or like come in through the front door and that's exactly what happened in this dream too basically i was like well why don't i just lock the door just for safe measures you know and so i lock it and and then like the door like someone tries to come in and the door opens so i push the door closed and i keep trying to lock it and the lock is broken so it's just twisting and twisting and twisting in circles and the person that's on the other side of the door just keeps trying to um open the door and then i was screaming for for my aunt i was like hey like help me come help me come help me um like really loud and then um i think she came i don't know it was like really foggy at that point but then i remembered like oh well obviously i'm dreaming so i don't really need to (laughs) to be involved in this drama right now like my mind is creating this whole thing right so then at that point I just flew like up into the sky like I don't know I just like flew up and disappeared kind of and then I woke up like immediately um which was kind of annoying because I wanted to be in the lucid dream like I wanted to do more stuff but I kept waking up um I went back to sleep and I feel like I had another dream but I don't remember what that dream was I did however have a dream the other day about having van my vans on like sometimes i wear my vans to the gym they're just like black classic vans um but they were too small for me like they were hurting my feet and i was like did my feet grow did my shoes shrink and i was really confused so i don't know what either one of those dreams mean but yeah the the one like someone trying to break in always being at my grandma's house the lock doesn't work like what is that what does that mean Like, I need answers. So I just thought maybe you guys would find that interesting because I thought it was interesting. So um, that was my dream. Anyways, next topic. (laughs) 
of conversation. So um, this last week, um, I think it was Friday, I was invited to go to um, a Nidra and sound healing. And um, I ended up taking some shrooms beforehand. And it wasn't a lot. And I'm not recommending that you guys, like, do this or whatever unless, like, you've done shrooms before. Obviously, like, use it at your own discretion or whatever. Be safe. Um, but I've done it multiple times, so I kind of knew what to expect. And um, But I've never really done it, like, during, like, a live, like, in-person, like, sound healing or nidra or whatever. And so it was kind of crazy. Like, I felt, like, super present as it was happening. And... I could kind of feel the waves in my forehead or actually it was like my whole head not just my forehead um but it almost felt like pressurized waves i don't know if that makes sense but like it felt like my head was just going wow 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 it was kind of crazy it wasn't bad or scary or anything um and sometimes like shrooms gives me anxiety but like i didn't really notice the shrooms at first i was just like really in the meditation you know which i guess like the shrooms helped me be like super present for and I had no anxiety at all whatsoever and then what's funny is like at the end of the meditation like you know she instructed us to sit up and so I sat up and immediately I noticed that the shrooms were like like I could feel them and that gave me anxiety <laughs> like some reason like feeling that it's like a heightened state of reality like it just makes me feel like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. But, like, I do, you know. So I was okay, but I was, like, a little bit, like, anxious and just being around people because I usually don't do any psychedelics around other people. Like, if anything, it's, like, one person or just by myself. So um, that was interesting. And then we went um, back and um, did a painting night, girls' night, and I, like, <laughs> I got emotional, like, when we first got back, it was just, like, I don't know, shrooms just get me so, like, it brings up all my stuff, like, it just makes me so, like, <gasps> like, I don't know, whatever it is that I'm feeling, it, like, heightens it, so I started getting emotional, and then I started crying, and then it was okay, though, it would have passed through, and then the rest of the night, it was pretty chill, and honestly, I would do it again, so that was my experience, I, like, Honestly, I think it was so cool to do like psychedelics and, you know, a meditation like that. And it's powerful. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'll do it again, but I'm open to it. Anyways, um, next topic of discussion. So I was talking to a fellow yogi about um, stuff and she brought up the human design um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it before, um, but you can look up online. It's almost like, not really like astrology, but like, you know, you put your birthday in and then it tells you kind of like, it gives you like your chart or they call it a body graph. And it basically tells you like, uh, I'll, I'll read the description of it because it's kind of like hard to explain, but it says human design is a user manual for life, a practical tool for showing how we are constituted to make healthy decisions and live as unique beings. Your human design body graph reveals your definition, who you are and your openness, who you think you are, where you learn and can find wisdom, but also where you are susceptible to conditioning. So that's kind of the basis of what it says on the website. And um, I have my graph pulled up here and it was just interesting because I had kind of like remembered that I was a projector and um, like projectors, I guess, like are 20% of the population, like they make up 20% of the population and um, 
projectors are more of like guides for people but they can only guide people that like ask for their guidance so like I can't just like go out and give everybody my advice but I have really good advice for the people that are open to it or that ask for it so that was really interesting to like because like I haven't looked this up in a while and it just kind of came back into like it came up in conversation and I was like oh and the person I was talking to was saying that projectors like have a hard time working like normal jobs like nine to fives like we think outside the box and we also like we work really well one-on-one with people so it's like not the same when we're in a group setting you know and I really like noticed that too like (laughs) I don't know I feel so comfortable when I'm just with one person and I feel like people feel really comfortable with me as well like people will start talking to me after just meeting me and they'll tell me a bunch of stuff and be like oh my god I I usually don't tell people this much stuff but like I feel so comfortable and open with you and I just feel like I don't I don't judge people and I like see people's light you know which is funny because even as a projector they say that like you have less like like you don't see yourself that highly but you see others very highly or that's at least how I am you know, and so I think it's interesting. And so I guess the other things, if you've never heard of this before, like you can also be a generator or a manifester or I think there's like a reflector. So if you go on the website, let's see, it's called mybodygraph.com. Then it, you can like type in your birthday and it will tell you what you are. But it says that I am a mental projector. So it says you possess a strong mind, but a mind that can lead you astray. As a projector, your role in this life is to guide others Being a guide can take many forms, from guiding a volunteer group to guiding a company as a CEO. However, there is a condition to being a guide for others, which is that it is not up to you to choose whom you guide. In other words, you can only offer advice to those who truly recognize you as their guide. This is where the strategy of the projector comes into play. So it just goes on to say, like, you know, how you would go about doing that and that, like, basically people have to, like, invite you into their space you can't just like invite yourself or you know like you can't offer like it's not up to you to like offer like your guidance you know like they have to ask you and invite you in and that's when you can you know step up and be recognized or whatever it is so I thought that was interesting because when I was um before like running my business I was running like a yoga studio out of my house and um Basically, I would text like all the people that I knew that were my clients and then like I would message a bunch of people that like were interested in the classes and I'd be like, hey, did you want to come to this? And like I would always be reaching out to everybody and like inviting them to class, obviously, because this is like how I would, you know, like grow my business and stuff and like a lot of people would come. But it just felt like, I don't know, the energy flow of me always just having to like instigate and like ask everybody, it felt a little off. Not that like I shouldn't ask, but... I don't know like I would I would love to have like a different way of doing it also like doing a yoga studio out of your house and inviting strangers and because sometimes I would invite strangers that like I had never met before to come to my classes and that was not really good or smart (laughs) but I survived somehow um but anyways um and it's funny because now that I'm doing the podcast I feel like it's a little bit better for how like I'm wired or how like my brain works and how I want to do things because I feel like instead of like reaching out to everybody and almost having like this needy energy, I can kind of just relax into who I am and like express myself freely and then let the people like come to me that that resonate with me and and like I would love to offer life coaching and all this stuff at some point and be a guide because I feel like 
I'm really meant for that. Like, I really see a lot of people's, like, power, like, and I build people up, you know? And for me, like, when I, like, if, if I, let's say if I was to, like, give someone advice and they took it, like, and, and they had, like, a positive experience or, you know, they, they started feeling better or, you know, like, they were happier because of it, like, that honestly, like, makes me the happiest, like, ever. Like, it's just so, such a, like, amazing thought to me to, like, help to improve other people's lives. So I do feel like I'm meant to be a guide. I, like, that definitely resonates with me. And um, the person that I was talking to about, like, projectors in general, she was saying that, she was saying that having a podcast is like one of the best things that you can do as a projector, you know, because you're like putting yourself out there on the spot and you're like letting people hear you and you're kind of offering like guidance and like I, I can offer my guidance, but not in like a pushy way where I'm like pushing it onto you because obviously if you're here and you're listening, then like you enjoy the podcast, right? Like you're not just coming onto the podcast to listen to it if you don't get something valuable from it. So I feel like this is like the perfect outlet for me to like share my voice and like build myself up. And then like in turn, it's all just meant to get, you know, out to more people to change more people's lives. And eventually if that could be my career of like helping people like that, that would be great. That would be great. You know, I'm just doing my best here to, like, do something good in the world. And I've always thought that, like, having a big, like, social media presence would be fun and, like, it would be good. And it's kind of, like, scary for me because I just hate putting myself on the spot. Like, I hate the idea of people perceiving me. And it kind of, like, pushes me outside my comfort zone, which is overall good. And every time I do share, like, I feel so much better. Um, so I do think like it's overall going to benefit me to like get out there more and the podcast is a great start to that. Like I would love to also incorporate YouTube at some point and, um, what else? Like maybe make TikToks, like funny TikToks, just entertain people. Maybe something, some of them will have like a deeper meaning to them. Um, but yeah, I just want to like create that presence where people can be uplifted and be inspired and, and be motivated and um that would be my dream that'd be my dream guys so thank you for listening to this podcast you are currently making my dream come true (laughs) um but yeah anyways um that was like the main topics that i had for today i will be moving soon so um i may not make any more meditations for a little while just because like i'm just gonna kind of focus on you know, getting everything packed up and ready to move. And then I'll, you know, kind of try and get back into a new normal. And um, I am going to finish editing that um, that last meditation I told you guys about last week. Sorry, it like took me a while to get to it. Um, but I recorded it and I'm just going to edit that. And I will be posting that. And I'll just make that one free for you guys. So just go on my Patreon and listen to it for free. Like it'll be just free to the public. So um yeah just listen to that it was i think the divine feminine um something like that or goddess meditation it was all about embracing like the feminine energy within so i will be you know editing that and posting that soon but on any further meditations it will be a few weeks probably before i get to all that oh and then i was just reading about more about the human design and like my um 
my chart specifically or my graph or whatever and i wanted to like read some parts and just like let you guys know like how it resonates because i thought it was really interesting so it says your strategy is to wait for the invitation invitations are very important for you you need to be brought into an experience from the outside to react this invitation also needs to carry a recognition in the sense that others need to see you they need to recognize your gifts this is also a very specific strategy in being formal. This will be a great challenge at first because you've been conditioned to believe that if you don't draw attention to yourself in some way, nobody will recognize you. Oh my God, like that hits so deep with me because that's like my biggest like childhood wound is just feeling invisible, feeling like nobody will ever see me or care about me. And like even doing this podcast is like getting me to like open up and like share and be like somebody out there does care about what I have to say but I'm not really going around and like shoving my opinions down other people's throats you know at this point like maybe like back in the day like I would be super opinionated and try and tell people how to live their lives but I feel like at this point I'm very like understanding of people and where they're at in their journeys and I know that you can't like force you know any ideas or you know opinions on them so i feel like my like i've definitely like started to go more with the flow as far as that goes instead of against it and then okay it also says while the strategy applies mainly to the major decisions in your life any invitation you receive can potentially point you in the right direction in your everyday life invitations are signposts that facilitate your process of navigating this life friends who invite you to attend an event a gathering etc may lead you to meet the right people who are essential for your next step in the journey um, or these events may turn out simply to be pleasant encounters that nevertheless carry a recognition from others who notice your gifts. So that's super interesting. Like, and I do feel that like, I'm not really like, I, <laughs> I'm getting all, all tongue tied, but it's like a lot of times I feel way better about like, if someone invites me than if I try to like plan a whole like event or like invite other people out, not saying that I can't ever like invite anyone anywhere because I have to wait for the invitation. But I don't know, there's just like so much less resistance with me. Like, I don't feel like I meant to be like that instigator. Like I'm just like in that receiving mode. And I'm just like, okay, like, whoever, you know, is meant to be in my experience will kind of like reach out and I just kind of leave it at that. So it's kind of interesting. Okay, it also says, as you experiment with your strategy, over time and with experience, this will be easier to discern, but certainly all the essential things in your life will come via an invitation, and to achieve success, it is crucial that you wait for these invitations. So it's kind of funny that, like, it says I have to wait for these invitations, and, like, um, I feel like so much of my life, like, that I've tried to, like, manifest success and all this stuff, like, I almost was like going about it in the wrong way like I felt like it was all these actions like I was supposed to be taking and in turn it's like it's through my connections and through like you know just like kind of working on myself and setting a space like to be in the, the like guiding role that I would be able to step up and be the person that I want to be I don't know if that made any sense but and it says also and of course not all invitations are correct for you the process of deciding which invitations to accept is determined by your inner authority something we will elaborate on later okay interesting and it says you're generally always one step ahead of everyone else and this is one of your many gifts you can see clearly what others need to fulfill their dreams but even though you may know exactly what they need you are not designed to initiate anything 
only one the other recognizes you can you become their guide otherwise your actions have no power in initiating you may encounter resistance where you anticipate providing and experiencing success the reality may leave you feeling disappointed as though you are not receiving the recognition you deserve results are likely to be more meaningful if you have the patience to wait for others to invite you to help them why because it's all about being recognized I don't know. This is just super interesting. Like, I don't know how much I like believe in this. Like, I don't know much about like the science of this or like where it came from, but I definitely think it's super interesting for like how I am and how I process things and how I work. Um, but I do like, I do feel like I'm able to see people's gifts and I do feel like I'm able to like offer guidance, but like waiting for that invitation is like that key point where it's like, okay, like, I don't know, like going out there and being like this saleswoman and being like, come to my yoga class or like <laughs> come and, you know, like I want to do life coaching for you and sign up for this package. Like that's just not who I am. So I'm just going to start sharing my voice, you know, via social media and the people that are right for me are going to come and ask me for my help. And this is my explanation as to why I'm doing it that way. <laughs> I have to wait for the invitation. <laughs> it's so interesting um but yeah i definitely feel like this is a way better route to go than like instigating everything you know at least for me personally you know i just feel like my brain works differently and like the way i see the world is like so different than the normal average person and it says the way of the projector is the gift of being recognized you are here to be acknowledged and appreciated you don't have to go looking for this recognition to wonder if that invitation is ever going to come if anyone is ever going to notice you or ever ask for your guidance so much about being correct in this life is about the nature of your spirit is your spirit anxious this anxiety oh i just got the chills because like i've like i have anxiety like off and on it, it like comes in waves but it's it's very interesting let's see will anybody see me will anybody notice me this is like my deepest darkest fears like no one will ever see me no one will ever care about me like that's my deepest fear you know leads to early action which can lead to situations experiences or relationships that are not correct for you because of this longing for any kind of recognition you try and meet the expectations of others the result can be experiences that lead to disappointment rather than success it says experiment with your strategy and you will see for yourself you will see the magic of your strategy at work when you find the right people in your life who are here to help you fulfill your destiny the magic becomes apparent remember it's not personal when someone doesn't recognize you it only means they don't belong in your cent in the center of your life and then it all okay so this is the part about um about working well with one-on-one -on -one. it says something else to understand about being a projector is how your aura works there is no aura like a projector aura it is a penetrating and focused aura that burrows right into the other. This reveals something so important about how you operate that you will always be at your best when one-on-one -on -one with another human being. It is because of your aura that you have this incredible gift of seeing others, really seeing them, and when you are correct, you can be a great ally to those who want to be seen. But you can also make others uncomfortable with your powerful focus because they feel your presence. This is why it's so important to wait to be recognized. The other is allowing you to see. That is like, I just got the chills again because you guys, like I do feel like I'm so much more like able to connect with people when I'm just in a one-on-one -on -one setting and my energy is very intense. So like some people do get overwhelmed, like if they're not like ready for that kind of energy you know because like most people don't give that type of like powerful one-on-one -on -one, like attention that i do so <laughs> i don't know it can be intense it, like it for sure can 
and uh, yeah there's more but i guess i won't bore you guys with the whole thing but go look up your own um your own graph or your own chart or whatever and um see what it says read about yourself it's kind of like maybe one of these days i'll pull up my astro astrology chart too and i'll read it to you guys it's actually kind of funny because since i'm like a triple cancer it's like <laughs> it was hilarious like i was reading my chart one time and it said because um, you know my first three signs are in cancer so it's cancer sun cancer moon cancer and mercury and um, i was reading my chart and it says like oh if you're a cancer sun you're likely to be moody and it's like well even more so if you're a cancer moon and so i'm obviously both of those signs are in cancer for me <laughs> so i have i have extra excuses to be moody you guys like if i'm moody like i have a reason so that's my excuse until the end of time thank you <laughs> i'm just kidding um but yeah okay well that sums up today's episode um hopefully it intrigued you guys as much as it, as it intrigued me and obviously like i'm no expert on the the body graph or the human design whatever it's called um i'm just like dabbling in it. i'm just exploring it that we could like you know just explore it together and talk about it so hopefully you had fun um go visit me on instagram make sure you're following and follow the podcast as well just hit the follow button so you get updated on future episodes and then if you're not following me on Instagram, my name on there is Amore underscore Alexandra underscore. And then everything's linked on there. So my podcast is linked on there and my Patreon's linked on there. So go check out my meditations because I do have some free ones for the, you know, just free to the public and um, hope you like it. So yeah, reach out to me if you have any questions or comments or concerns or updates or whatever. And I'll see you guys next week. Um, by the way, we possibly, probably, most likely will be having a special star guest next week. And her name is Monica, and she is my biggest fan. So <laughs> love you, Monica, and we'll see you next week. It's going to be a great episode. And she said that she might want to talk about intuitive cycling. So I freaking love that idea. So tune in next week for that. Um, anyways, have a great night, you guys. Love you. Thank you for listening and making my dreams come true. You're the best ever. I'll see you next week. Bye.